Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm a Fiolua Abigunde. May 15, 2022 is another Sunday and our topic is receiving a good inheritance. And to the glory of God, Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist on these school lessons ahead of Sunday. A topic is taken from the book of Galatians, chapter 3, verse 18 to 29. Don't let us forget throughout the month of May, we are taking a team focus on liberating letters. So we want to see again what the book of Galatians has for us on receiving a good inheritance. Quickly to our golden text, it reads, And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring is according to promise that is taken from galatians 3 verse 29 yes in the world we find ourselves people have one or two things they leave behind for their beloved or whoever they didn't feel has according a portion or all the portion of whatever they have been able to live for and while at their demons, they have a way of saying, okay, so, so, so person will take over this and this and that. And mind you, most times it could be money, it could be landed property, it could be a chieftaincy title, and whatever valuable possession that this person may have. But the owner has to be the one saying, I am releasing this. Either before he dies or after he's dead, and he had made a record of that available for people so they can know who is to be given what but as we see some inheritance fits expectations some do not some are not even good but the good news as the word of god is bringing to us today is that there is a good inheritance and this inheritance god had made it available no longer human making this available as we have been able to talk of an earthly nature of giving of inheritance god himself is making this good inheritance available and you know when god is doing something it can never be with any blemish and that is why we call it good but it is a question of who and who are opportune to receive this good inheritance what also qualifies for this good inheritance and what makes it good inheritance different from every other that we may talk about when we mention the word inheritance this is what we want to check from the word of god as our lesson is coming in three parts let us pray father we bless your holy name because you are good unto us thank you for having the thought of us at heart even before we are able to come to you you have new hearts where and you have made a position of a lot for us as packages. Thank you, Jesus, even for all the good packages you have for us in stock. We bless your holy name because all that it entails for us to come into the fullness of it, you are releasing again today. Receive your help, Holy Spirit, as the understanding of this work comes to us. Help us to be doer of it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. The first part of the lesson is the nature of our inheritance. And we want to check this inheritance that is given a collective word of our. An inheritance that is not just the nature of my or a nature of an inheritance. But already was given her 
as a collective possession. This is from the book of Galatians 3.18. I would love that we read. What makes a need for this inheritance was what we see first at Galatians chapter 2. That with all the power of sin and all the struggle that the hopelessness of the old nature was given to human. That even while human being is too trying hard to ensure that they live to obey the law, they could not still get it done. The power of sin was still so much, so much engulfing and, uh, and engripping upon man. And then chapter 3 is coming now and is making clear to us. What is actually a distinction of two things? And these two things are so important. That one is laying a foundation of a total freedom and and a life that is set aside differently that sin could not and will not be able to have power over again. And that distinction is between faith through Jesus Christ and obedience to the law. Yes, the old nature was still so much coming and reflecting because it was still a life that is only trying to obey the law. And that is why you see so many Christians today, even though they've given their lives to Christ, but they are still struggling with one thing or the other. You see some people in the church, and yes, they are known as Christian, but they are not yet Christ-like because the old nature is still with them. And it is a question of, are they really Christian? Because if you are already a Christian, then the nature of Christ must have been in you. But what we see is that these people live on struggling to obey the law. These people have not genuinely become, be born into the new nature that Christ has made available. And this is by faith. What is now the nature of this inheritance is what we want to check. This inheritance by nature, it's a promise. And when we say something is a promise, it was actually made as a promise to happen, as a decision of what would be done ahead of time, even before it's manifested. And God made this as a promise ahead of time to Abraham. And then the nature of this inheritance is that it is also freely given. It was something that was freely given. It wasn't hemmed. It wasn't because somebody worked for it. It wasn't because the deeds of someone was pleasing before the Lord. And because of that, the Lord decided to say, okay, I will be giving this to you because you have obeyed this. You have done this. You have done that. No. I didn't find you faulty at this side or oh, you have obeyed this that I said you should do. No. It was freely given. And even before we, that we are here and had, or even before we knew much about it, most of us, the provision of this promise had been made available. Another thing is that this nature, the nature of this inheritance, is given a supremacy that is higher above law. And when I say it is supreme above law, what we're trying to say, as the word of God makes clear to us, is the fact that law was not keeping man away, even from the, 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 the life that God does not want of them. Men were still sinning. And as men were sinning and are still in sin, the need for something that could be higher, that would bring liberation unto human, was needed to be provided. And we give glory to God because 
God made a promise. And this promise come at a later time. And that was the provision of Jesus Christ, whom was able to bring freedom and liberation to the world at large. And this freedom, as it comes, don't let us forget the nature of this inheritance. We said it is freely given. Jesus Christ was freely given. And then, anyone who can come by faith to Jesus Christ, submitting unto him, has this opportunity to what? To have this inheritance. And that is why it is not just an inheritance of one person, but an inheritance of as many who can give their life to Jesus Christ. They will become the children of God. As many who can believe in him. As many who can submit unto Jesus Christ. So salvation comes to us through faith in Christ Jesus. This opportunity to own this good inheritance that God has made available. That is setting man free from the bondage and grip of sin. Is available through Christ Jesus. So anyone who submits to God through faith in Christ Jesus has an opportunity to have this inheritance. For the nature of this inheritance is the promise and the promise is who jesus christ i pray that this understanding will come to us and that the liberation our life needs we can come in to this free open check that god has made available that only by faith in christ we can be justified and set free and we would also be able to receive this as god is given it in the name of Jesus. Amen. The second part of our lesson talks of inadequacy of the law. Read Galatians 3, 19-25. What makes law inadequate? The word of God was able to make clear to us. As we see in verse 23, that the law kept the people in bondage. But when faith was revealed, people were put right with God. And that is just the inadequacy of the law. The law was inadequate because people were only trying to live by, oh, I need to obey this. If I don't obey this, this is what will be. There is this panic. There is this there is this bond that law was given to people to keep on to itself. I mean, to just keep on to obeying law, law, law and regulation. But Jesus set man free and he made this happen by putting us right with God. Even while we were yet sinner, Christ died for us. Even while we are not worthy, Jesus decided to put upon us his righteousness. God did that so that we can be cleansed from our sin. And if God so loved the world this way, giving his son Jesus Christ, why wouldn't we just come to this saving grace and possess which he has made available unto us? And we will no longer live in struggle. We will no longer be born to sin. We will no longer be on this yoke that is too heavy for us to carry. When he has said unto us that come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. And this is what the Lord has been able to do for us by promise because law was inadequate. But mind you, Jesus didn't come. This promise did not come to make us look like obedience to law is rubbish. No. There was a need for law to be put in place so that people can be guided through wrongdoing 
and people can be giving caution to life. But the inadequacy was what made a need for something better, something right and worthwhile to take it over from human being. So God decided to take it over from you and I. So we will not continue to struggle hard to make ourselves fit unto him. But he did it for us through Jesus Christ. And this is calling on you and I. That even while we find ourselves in the church, in the in our homes, in our environment, in the community, in the nation, where rules and regulations still guide us to deeds. We have to keep them because it is guiding us from wrongdoing. But any law, mind you, that is not setting us free, but bonding us unnecessarily, making us go away from the way of the Lord unto sin, or, or unto destruction. Please let us say no to it because Christ has come setting us all free. I pray this understanding will keep us going in Jesus' name and this free life that God has given unto us will come to the fullness of it to enjoy in Jesus' name. The last part of our lesson talks about partakers of the inheritance. Read Galatians 3 26 to 29. Who then are those who can partake? of this inheritance it is clear to us as the word of god makes clear that everyone if we read verse 26 it is true faith that all of you are god's children in union with christ so it is a question that everyone who had by faith had been in union with christ all of those who had been in union with christ by faith these are the set of people who can partake in this promise of this inheritance we're talking about and everyone who are abraham seed when we are talking about abraham's seed we are talking about everyone who are of christ everyone who have given themselves to christ we're not talking of the immediate seed of abraham that is isaac we're talking about that promise that god gave unto abraham which was christ jesus christ that later came and this is the message not minding your color not minding your tribe your race once you can give your life to christ once you can submit to him then you will come to be a partaker of this inheritance that all that jesus has in stock for the world god has made available through him you can receive this is the end of our lesson i pray that every of our due rights and possession as god's children that has been denied of us the lord will give them unto us now in the name of jesus Bye, everyone. I'm wishing us a glorious service.